You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. What's going on, folks? Manny Oso here. Unfortunately, today you're going to have to do with just my beautiful voice. Uh, Nikki Trends had some... Um, let's just call them plans. She got a job. Yay. <laughs> Yay. And she had to be out this time. So instead, I brought back one of our buddies from an earlier episode, a uh, special guest. Reintroduce yourself. Let them know what you do. Hey guys, my name is Matt Sin, also known as Russell Life Matt. I host Russell Life Radio with my brother and my cousin. Um, we do all kinds of nerdy wrestling stuff. Like we review the most recent episodes. We do some, uh, roundtable discussions, and we do uh, independent wrestling interviews, which is always a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, you've actually been doing some with indie people, too, lately, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's really cool. It helps them get their name out there, and uh, I get to meet some really cool people. I've been having a lot of fun doing it. All that, all that stuff is uh, really good to listen to if you guys get a chance. Um, I particularly wanted to have you on because you've been going to these live events for AEW, right? Yeah, yeah. How has that been during the pandemic? It's such a unique experience. You know, I, I've been to 20, 25 wrestling shows in my life, um, whether they be WWE or AEW shows. Um, actually, you've been into Daly's Places where AEW is doing their weekly shows right now at full capacity. Um, and then I've been to, you know, a few little independent wrestling shows as well. And it's, it's, it's so different. I mean, you go in, you're in this line, the line's six feet apart. And then once you get through, you have to get your temperature checked. And uh, they sell the tickets in boxes, basically. So yeah. you can either buy as one, two, three, four, or six tickets. And they have them, like, taped off. So there's no one within four seats of you. So it's... Was it's, the price uh, higher because of that? No, it's, it's about... I, I get pretty decent tickets for, like, 35 bucks. So it's really not all that bad, and you're not really close to a lot of people. We feel super safe. Everyone's really kind. Um, it's they, an open arena, right? Yeah. Yes, outside. That's so, how they got to do everything. I yeah. mean, I'm just thinking the same thing with, like, concerts and everything. It's good. Once right. it becomes a little more normal, it's going to have to be open stuff. Yeah. And Florida's so weird right now because they're trying to, you know, allow full capacity at football stadiums, and I don't, I just don't think that's going to happen right now. That's right. Uh, the governor, he's ready to execute Order 66. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that, but, you know, I'm glad that you were able to go and have fun and report back to us. And yeah, man. Know that, you know, they're trying. They're trying. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you hoping for as far as live shows for WWE? You know, they're running out the Thunderdome in Orlando. They call the Thunderdome. It's the Orlando Magic Stadium. Um, and that's where they're doing their Raw and SmackDown shows. And uh, Vincent Man really wants to be the first person to have 100% capacity back again. Um, he always likes to do that kind of stuff. He wants to be the first person to do X, Y, or Z. Yeah. I, I still don't see it happening anytime in the immediate future. Uh, but whether or not he'll be the first, I don't know. But as soon as it happens, he will be at the forefront because he loves that kind of stuff. And it gets him, it gets him, you know, at the front page of ESPN. Yeah. Right. Anything, anything to cash a check right now. Exactly. <laughs> you know, speaking of 
Vince McMahon and his economics. Right. Um, that brings us into what actually Nikki Trends wanted me to bring up with you and yeah. see what where you are as far as what you think about this stuff. Uh, so those of you out there, you probably heard of Twitch and Cameo and some of these uh, live streaming uh, things that get you involved. I guess I guess it gets you gets the celebrity involved with you right. or you involved with them. Twitch is for video games, right? Correct. And Cameo is just a special message. <laughs> right. Yeah. So lately, there's been some talk about how McMahon is putting new rules as far as what they can and can't do with that. Yeah. Um, if you're out there and you, and you want to know, there's been changes to where he's making it, uh, making it so that the money that they're making off of that is not going to come with what, uh, like, stipulations for them right yeah there's a lot to it and honestly even though it it technically came into place two and a half weeks ago they haven't fully released all of the details and there's there's so much to unpack um i remember that something came out that i guess by the beginning of the month yeah october 2nd yeah by october 2nd they were supposed to to go with the new rules i guess right i've been wondering if anybody's been affected well, you know? yes. I mean, you have people like Xavier Woods and Paige and Zelina Vega that have changed their um, all of their social media to either their real names or a different name that's not their WWE names. So, yes, uh, as far as that goes, it has. Um, there have been rumors that WWE wants to start its own cameo-type store that will be its own superstars. Um and as far as Twitch goes, basically everyone has changed their name. The only person that I could find that hadn't was is Drew Gulak, and I don't even know if he's been on. But uh, funnily enough, that most WWE wrestlers have either completely left Cameo or changed their name to the real name. But the Street Profits, who are the current SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and Lacey Evans, yeah. who's on TV regularly, are all listed under their ring names on Cameo, and I don't know why. I, I tried looking it up. Um, the only ones that I could find... Um, I. Yeah, like you said, a lot of them must have dropped. I saw yeah. Jerry Lawler still on there. Yeah. I guess for seventy-five bucks, he can tell you right. happy birthday. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't mind getting that. You know, yeah. a nice little message from one of those guys. Mandy Rose, two hundred and fifty dollars for a message. A lot of the girls are very expensive. Yeah, so that's <laughs> just the way it is, I guess. But the street prop is. I thought it was funny that um, Dawkins is one fifty. And Montez is one twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. It's weird. <laughs> I know, right? I guess it's the extra muscle. I have maybe. no idea. I mean, nothing against Angelo, but I like Montez Ford better. So I, I'd, <laughs> I'd rather save the 25 bucks. Um, But on the side of uh, Twitch, though, I see that these guys can make like an extra three to 5000 a month. Um, and the reason I think that's crazy that they're wanting to take the money away, also, obviously, because when I did look it up, Forbes was saying that like the lowest a wrestler can make like fifty two grand a year. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and with everything they got to pay for on their own, that's just crazy that they would try to take away so much money from them. So, Paige is rumored to have made. Let me pull it up right here: fifty thousand dollars a month from it. So about six hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, yeah, she's one of the more successful ones, but that is a lot of money. A lot mm-hmm. of money. Um, it is. So it. it WWE just wants a cut of it, basically, is what's going on. I mean, I 
I don't, you have an eccentric billionaire who owns the company that says, you know what, I should be making money. And you can kind of see both sides, right? I mean, like if, you know, The Rock, right? Let's, let's use The Rock because yeah. he's a big name that everyone knows. If he is Dwayne Johnson, does Vince McMahon have any right to do this? No. But if he's using The Rock name, which is a WWE property or was, Vince gave it to The Rock. But uh, if he was using his WWE property to make money, you can kind of understand it. Like if you work for Disney and you're in a Mickey Mouse costume, right? You can't create yeah. a cameo and say you're Mickey Mouse because you're not Mickey Mouse. You're whoever you are in the costume. So it's like CM Punk, you know, is Philip Brooks, even though he owns his own name is a bad example. But you, you can't you can't go out and say I'm Big E. Well, you, you're not Big E or whatever Big E's real name is. So I, I get I, I don't agree with it. I'm not saying I agree with it. But no, I do no. understand them wanting to protect their own property. I mean, believe me, I'm not over here crying over crying over the um, the wrestlers that are making an extra five hundred thousand. Right, <laughs> Gary. I'm not crying over that at all. Right. I do think it's uh, interesting that you bring up The Rock, though, because um, with his, I think it's a little different when it's somebody like him. Right. Based on what I'm seeing, because I like that his fame and fortune is using to get other people employed too. Like the uh, tequila distillery that he set up that right. got a lot of people jobs down there in the small towns where he's using, Oh uh, yeah. Getting stuff from, you know, absolutely. He's doing um, a lot of stuff for him. The fact that he's doing his own production for all these films and getting people, I mean, I date someone in production. So when right. I hear that someone's out there getting people jobs like that, I think it's great that they use their name and, the money for that so it makes me wonder like i know some of these guys are only making like an extra three thousand probably because i mean who's paying jerry lawler that much right <laughs> and i see you like you mentioned someone like Paige was making thousands and thousands mm -hmm. of it. you know i support more the fight of them keeping their money for the ones who are at least trying to live or the ones who are doing something good with it to right. spread it out um, yeah it's so weird. I mean, Andrew Yang has come out and said that, you know, he's going to start fighting WWE and stating that the wrestlers are not independent contractors and they're either going to have to change, you know, the way the contracts are set up or hire them on as employees. Uh, Charlotte Flair, to my knowledge, is the first wrestler ever to hire a sports agent. And she joined the uh, Vayner Sports Agency, who represents Allen Robinson and Alvin Kamara and the first Fortnite champion, whatever his name is. It's yeah. A, it's a huge agency. Uh-huh. So uh, it's if it's going to be really interesting if this starts a trend to see wrestlers have agents represent them and then put them, you know, WWE against AEW and New Japan and try to see who can give the best contract. It's going to be a really unique situation. I think in these next couple of years, there's going to be some major, major groundbreaking changes in professional wrestling. You think it's going to be easier for maybe like the promotions like AEW to for them to bring in their own agents for something like that? I don't know. Um, because, I mean, obviously a fist fight with McMahon is going to be the toughest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Tony Khan has his own money. I think the agents would be more on as far as, like, the wrestlers having agents. Mm -hmm. But I just don't – I think it's a big deal to the huge names, uh, especially in WWE. But most people, most wrestlers, to my knowledge – um, not like I have tons of insider knowledge, but I do a lot of research um, that work for New Japan and AEW, which are the other two major promotions in, in uh, Japan and America, are on generally good terms with the ownership. So I don't know, but it, it, I feel like Vincent Man does something crazy every six to 12 months, right? 
I mean, it's, oh, it's, it's always something with him. So if he's saying, I understand that you guys are making hundreds of thousands of dollars, but you can't do that unless you give me a cut. That's a big deal. So I can understand wanting to, you, you know, hire an agency or, you know, create a union. Paige was talking about forming a union. So I, I don't know. I, I do think something is going to happen. They almost had a union 30 years ago until Hulk Hogan shot it down. So yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Dang. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, Nikki always likes to end any, anything about McMahon with, I think he's crazy and he's a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> and she might be right. Yeah. Um, during this recording, we're about a week away from the next pay-per-view though. Yeah. Uh, are you, you're going to be watching it, right? Absolutely. I am. Yeah. Hell in a cell. Come on. What do you, um, what do you think is going to be the standout match? Uh, Sasha and Bailey. It's not officially signed yet, but it's going to be. Um, that will be the standout match. Those two have been working together for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, and this this storyline has really been simmering for the better part of a year. Uh, and these girls have worked their tails off. I hope they get the main event spot. I don't think they will. I think Roman Reigns and Jey Uso, which is also very deserving, uh, mm-hmm. will get that main event spot. Would also be great. But Bailey and Sasha will have an actual finish. Uh, and I don't know if the other matches will or not historically from the last couple of years at Hell in a Cell. So, uh, yeah. but Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks stole the show last year. And I think Becky and Bailey will, or I'm sorry, uh, Sasha and Bailey will this year. Yeah. I got to tell you, um, cause uh, it's going to be Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this time they're doing Hell in a Cell. Uh-huh. But I got to tell you, I think they're doing the wrong match. That should be a lumberjack match. You think so? Yeah. With all the guys that he's knocked out. All the legends. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know if they set up, I, they haven't really set up enemies for Drew McIntyre. Right. So it wouldn't really be fair, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You don't want the heel to have to, that was my problem with the ambulance match. If you saw that, like, I don't, I didn't want the bad guy to have to overcome adversity. And that's basically what happened with all the legends yeah, right? turning on Randy Orton. For. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. It was a good match, but it was, it was an interesting booking decision. Who do you think? How do you, how? Of course, obviously, Reigns isn't going to say I quit. Of course, how do you think they're going to make Uso say I quit? I don't think he will. Um, I think that Reigns will destroy him so bad that he will, for all intents and purposes, literally knock him unconscious, and the referee will probably have to call the match at that point. Uh, Either that, or Jimmy, or Rikishi, or someone in that family will come out and. Uh, beg him off and say it for him. Uh, maybe, you know, they threw a towel in at the last one and it might have a similar situation. <laughs> I got it. To, I, I started laughing when I saw it coming out. Like, <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Is the, when is the last time they ever threw a towel in? Right. Yeah. It's been a long time in WWE. AEW did it about six, eight months ago, but WWE hasn't done it as long as I can remember. Yeah. That, that that was pretty funny. I guess uh, it would be nice to see uh, one of the guys come out though, because um, um, Paul Paul Heyman's so connected with the Samoan wrestlers in general, right? So I, it's just like it's it's like a full circle. It's almost perfect to see him coming out with them, you know? Yeah, ideally this will somehow lead to Roman Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania. As long as fans can come back, The Rock isn't going to come back and wrestle in front of nobody. Uh, yeah. But as long as there's That's fans true. there, we might see that, which would be a ton of fun. That's true. That's true. I hope uh, Seth Rollins becomes his like 
other advisor or something. <laughs> Maybe, man. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's such a hard situation with those two because they have such a history. But yeah. they're both bad guys right now, so it would be yeah. interesting to see it. It would be. It would be. Yo, I want to thank you for joining us yeah, man. and making this an interesting conversation. Oh, it's always nobody fun. nobody likes to listen to me talk to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's not true. Cool. Uh, tell the listeners where they can hear you. Yeah, you can find us anywhere. Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google Play Music. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, it's Wrestle Life Radio. Um, we've got 100 and, gosh, 70 episodes now. We release two episodes, sometimes more a week. Uh, and we just... You know, we've been doing it for over a year and we're having a blast. We're not looking at stopping. I hope you guys don't either. I really don't. Um, everybody, you can catch me at Got No Time For This if you want to catch me on IG. Or you can get us at BubbleBestStories.co. You can catch all our new info there. And you can catch us on IG as well at BubbleBestStories. So thanks for coming on, Matt. And thank you for listening to us. Thanks, guys. Bye.